The Movie Hour, episode 155, October 27, 2011. Have a happy Halloween. Spoiler alert, this episode is extra spooky. Boo. Everybody, everybody, please, please take your seats and prepare yourselves for the Amanda Pete Trick or Treat Movie Hour. I am your Halloween host, Greg Maloney, and I am here to tell you tonight we have a serious, serious lineup. First off, we have the usual fair of the unusual sort. Big brother James himself is here, as well as everyone's favorite mathlete, Jeff. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm pretty sure this isn't the first time you've called me everyone's favorite mathlete. Is it not? Well, everyone's mathlete is it untrue? Did it change? Yeah, I was going to say it's still everybody. <laughs> I mean, I know, I'm just saying. I, usually, you change it up. Like <laughs> last week, I think I was a bird watcher or something. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It's a possibility. Yeah, I, mathlete's uh, one I can live with. I think. I think that mathletes get a bad rap. Good at it, Jeff. I wanted to just be pull- proud of your mathlete status. Oh my yeah, god! No, I am. The debate team's always giving us a tough time. Like, oh, you guys are so nerdy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think we're cool. <laughs> I'm mathematically impaired. <laughs> as you as you uh, may have noticed, not only do uh <laughs> are my boys here, but we also have our favorite lady guest host here tonight, Karen. Well, you're aware your sister's done this before, right? I mean, not that I don't. I'm just saying I like Karen too, but I'm. I'm she, well, I you're think you're trouble. To the, yeah, Sis, Jeff, what are you trying to do? Karen hijacked this Hi. entire episode. I thought that was clear. All right, I just want to make sure. Okay. I'll try to keep up as well as Michelle did. <laughs> oh man, let me let me also take this opportunity to uh, welcome our live listeners to the show. It's always a pleasure having our live listeners here. They can uh, yell at us. While we're talking about, you know, important things like Detroit and Netflix and I don't know who's hot, and who's not. You know, I think there's a website for that or something. I don't know. But I'm happy you guys are here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for live listeners. And I guess we have we do have a special, special episode here tonight. Karen's obviously here. So it's all, it's special. It's a movie hour. Aww, flirt. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm <laughs> typing. That's face. awesome. Smiley. More than that. <laughs> she brings something special to the show, Jeff. I've been telling you this all the time. Oh. I believe you. I just hadn't seen it yet. And like any other... <gasps> it just started. <laughs> like any other movie hour, there is drinking involved tonight. And it is... Halloween. This is the Halloween episode. You're it's listening pretty much to universal, too, isn't it? Normally, it's like one of us, but I feel like a lot of us are, uh, you know... Tying one on it. That's awesome. <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. It is a special episode. Halloween, possibly. Like I mentioned it before, possibly my favorite Halloween or favorite uh holiday. I called it Halloween. It's my favorite Halloween this year. But it's, does it uh, feel like Halloween out? It does. It feels like Halloween out, and it's a little bit. It was foggy today, which made it you know not so Halloween. But now tonight it's kind of eerie it's ready to go yeah the fog what how does foggy make it not halloween have you yeah. ever seen a horror it's movie damn. ever it's, it's, it, you don't get the sense when you're watching you could tell it wasn't dry ice so he's yeah. like this if is it's dry movie. ice it's different yeah exactly were you looking over your shoulder to see if someone was following you i actually i was driving so i actually thought somebody was gonna just immediately because you can't see those people in the back seat in a horror movie you're just driving right. and then they just come up and grab you and i figured i'll just prepare for it but did you look in the back seat before you got in the car I did Okay. Yeah. But yeah. that never, you know, there's a ba- there's a blanket back there, so you never know what's underneath it. You never know. You know, also the guy that lives in the back seat of Craig's car would have would have probably <laughs> noticed if somebody else was back there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I 
You guys are bastards. But we need to start with an important topic tonight. A very important topic. This is the Halloween episode, so let's start it off right. How's everyone's Halloween costume shaping up? Jeff, I know you're not participating. You're a loser. Yeah, non-existent. Karen, Sorry. what do you got? Well, actually, I had a really cool idea to be Zoe from Serenity. Okay, that could work. But uh, my daughter kind of nixed that. Uh, she's going to be a black cat for Halloween, and we were looking for getting material for her black cat costume, and she looked at this one costume. She goes, Mommy, you're going to be a witch. And I said, why? Because I'm going to be a black cat, and I need a witch. And I said, okay. So she picked out my entire costume, so get ready. It's is anyone thinking of the league right now? Does anyone remember that episode where she wants to dress up as like a sexy nurse or something and the daughter makes her dress up as a frog, an ugly frog? <laughs> yeah. uh, I do remember that episode. It's a great episode. Goodie, but... And I hear uh, very frequent co-host and a great uh, friend of the show, uh, Mr. Josh. It was his birthday yesterday. You got, did What did Kylie, or Kylie, what did Allie do for uh, Josh's birthday last night? Uh, she did some very interesting uh, artwork for him. Uh, she uh, likes cutting up things and using a lot of tape, so she made a little basket for him. Basket dollar bill of tape and paper. And tape and paper, and we made a whole bunch of chocolate chip cookies, which are mostly gone now. And then we took him out to uh, dinner last night, so he had a good day. I'm happy that uh, Mr. Josh is doing well out there. And I have questions about the basket. Okay. <laughs> what I, question do you have, Jeff? Have let's 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 talk structural integrity. Like, what what are the odds of him actually, uh, you know, using this basket? Well, let's say he could probably put about fifteen cents in it before it would fall apart. <laughs> That's all. Is that all pennies, like, or is that? I say a diamond, a nickel, or what? <laughs> we're we're talking three nickels here. Okay. Three. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's serious. Not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. So really, I mean, he could put probably fifty cents in it if it were dimes. I wouldn't risk it. <laughs> Maybe four. Because of the 50 cents more than anything. You don't want to lose that kind of money inside of a broken basket. James, how's your Halloween cut? You were, uh, I don't even know if you revealed it last week. You're going to be. I didn't. You, you just okay. asked me if I would today. Okay. So what do you got? Um, I'm going as a Firefly character. I am going as Jane. It's official because you, you seemed a little lukewarm about it earlier. Um, I was given. My sister, Katie, a hard time because the three of us were kind of going to do that as hosts of the house. And then she, they backed and, out. So. And then I was going to jump in and be Zoe. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a serious lineup. Yep. So I'm going as Jane. I do have did have a backup, but I didn't think I could pull it off. So Your backup was sweet, Jim, just for the record. Yeah. It's, I'm going to pull it off one of these years. But... What was the backup? Can't tell. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a deep secret. <laughs> you, she she knows and you can't tell. Uh, I was I was gonna I was gonna go as Bennett. Ooh, that's a good one. But you know, oh, trying to simulate a chain mail. Yeah, like, wow, or, not simulate by purchase. <laughs> yes, because I only one seventeen on uh, Amazon.com. I looked it up for you. I was gonna say wow. you go to the Renaissance Festival that's and start cheaper like, than I thought. You know, making friends. I don't know how that works, but that's uh that's interesting. I like that. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I've been growing the facial hair and was preparing for either or, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Jane. And I, I had mentioned before, I am uh, dressing up as Teddy KGB. I got the track jacket today, so it's official. It's going to, I don't know how the dyeing of my hair is going to work, but it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see. And I do have the winter hat for Jane, too. The one yeah. that. Uh, oh, uh, awesome. You need, uh, damn it. Now I don't remember the name. You need weapon is what I need. You need, you need grenades. Yeah. I was, what's the name of his gun? Anyone? You know, we were talking about the. Day oh and God, I what remember. is it? Damn it! Okay, somebody's got to look that up. Interns, get on it. Okay, moving past the the haunted or the Halloween costumes, which, by the way, 
if anybody wants to talk about their Halloween costumes, gunkpit.com, movie hour page on Facebook. I'd love to hear super cool costumes, especially if they're movie related or related to Jeff's life. If they're related to Jeff's life, I'd like to hear a detailed description about what, what it's like. Um, possibly alcohol involved might be somebody drunk, inebriated. You know how it is. Anyways, over this. moving past that, we have the Halloween Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla. Careful there. That's five H's, people. That's five H's. Heads up. With a haunted couple H's too many, if you ask me. In my day, we only needed three. <laughs> it's my day. Uh, the, the first thing I want to bring up, and possibly the last thing, is uh, this weekend, be it uh, a scary weekend. It's uh, the weekend before Halloween. Paranormal Activity 3 was released this weekend. And not so much of a surprise that it took first in the box office. That's not That's not that big of a deal. The seriousness is how it made fifty million on opening weekend, which is like I think it was forty million more than the next movie on the list. Um, which, by the way, was Real Steel. Thank you guys so much for keeping Real Steel alive. Keep it up. Uh, but it's amazing how we have like I, I don't know I don't know if like I haven't seen any of the Paranormal Activities, and I was close to seeing Paranormal Activity three, but then I figured I'd be called like a sellout for seeing the third one and not the first one and all that random stuff. Anyway, I have a guess, and it's that it doesn't fucking matter which one you see first. That's just a just Possibly. a it really doesn't, guess. Greg. Really, they all have the same premise. The Paranormal Activities. <laughs> yeah, go surreal. <laughs> go surreal. We're gonna tape it. We're gonna try and freak you out. It's it's interesting that, and I was uh you know. I'm to talk with a lot of the, the social elites about things like this. And there was discussion about how there were no, after the Blair Witch Project came out, how there was nothing that really mimicked it and how now Paranormal Activity 3 is almost like cashing in on what has built up. Like, why wasn't there a million remakes of what was Blair Witch Project and now we see Paranormal Activity, which is sort of the same, like, documentary feel movie and now it's making billions of dollars. Well, If, if I could ring in here real quick. Please. It's because people are stupider now than they were 10 years ago. That's possible. I well, agree. I, I will side with that. I got a different take on it. Please? Ho- horror movies are very cyclical. It's like, what's the in movies right now? Think of all the saws. First, it, you know, you had your whole Saw series. Right. So you had all that. Then you had your hostile, let's go for the total gore fest. Mm-hmm. Now people kind of want the more subtlety scared. They want the jump. They want the stuff they can't see. So ghost movies are huge right now. Nothing scarier than the imagination. So, yeah, and those type movies leave a little bit more to the imagination, especially when you can't see it happening, but you hear it. Right. So that's the latest trend right now in horror movies that people want to see. Yeah, and it's making billions. I'm making a horror film right now, and it's just entirely black and just noises. (laughs) Dude, sound is eerie shit, man. Have you listened to the podcast? It's intense. (laughs) (laughs) What's scary about Paranormal Activity 3 is that it is the largest October opening ever. Yeah. And it's the third of a se- of a series that I only can imagine that it's not as good as the first one. Karen, I hey. like what you did there. What's scary about <laughs> What's scary about this? What is like, Karen? You are a resident expert of, ha- of haunted horror movies today. Mm-hmm. What is the Paranormal Activity Activity series about? Basically, with the Paranormal Activity series is. These people live in a house, they're haunted, they want to tape it because no one believes them, so they start actually doing some actual filming to try and get people to believe them. Right. And these creepy-ass things start happening. Oh, I was going to say, they were proven wrong and it's just, oh, everything's cool? No, every, they, they, they're, they're proven it. So. It's amazing. It's amazing. 
Are these? I actually I haven't even checked. Are these rated R movies? How do they make so much money? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Fifty million dollars opening weekend. Real Steel only makes ten. I don't get it. Yeah, well, the question is, if Paranormal Activity three opened in February, would it have made fifty four million? I think not. It's called Halloween. Story. Very so. true. I'm. Oh, man, I am so pumped for Halloween. I cannot wait. I might go to some random party tomorrow just because I'm going to have a Halloween costume and I'm ready for it. I don't know. So if you're going to a... walk into someone random person's house. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not on the, it's not off the docket. That's for sure. It's in the realm of, they're going to love you though. They will. I'll be John Malkovich. And by I the just way, meant in general, cause your personality. Oh, right. Completely. And I should mention, I have brought up, there were a couple people I've run into that have said, hey, I'm going to be Teddy KGB from uh, Rounders. I almost said Rushmore. And they didn't know who I was talking about. I felt kind of hurt. <gasps> kind of, uh, I, it hurt inside a little bit right here. But I feel like you're going to continue running into that because I feel like Rounders, while a somewhat big deal, it wasn't really that big of a deal at all. Actually. 95 movie? Not a big deal. It brought back... Texas Hold'em. It brought it to the map. Yeah, I'm aware that people that like Texas Hold'em are familiar with it, but like, I don't think I'm... Whatever. Anyway, I hope I, I wish all the best for you and your Teddy G. Thank you. Because. Thank you. So... Uh, I'm going as Kanish. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Um, so... I'm going as Martin Lando. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm in costume. Who's being Matt Damon? I don't even know. I don't even know. It's, anyways. Uh, I'm going as Gretchen Mole. <laughs> Slow it down. More, more, more. Famke Jansen. Famke. <laughs> Let's say I'll be Famke. <laughs> nice. So I'm gonna go as the cosmonauts. We should. We should. Oh man. All right. We should move on. We've got things to do. Lots of things nah. to do. Let's get to the. Let's get to the movie reviews, and we'll move past that. We've got a lot of horror haunted stuff to talk about. Uh, Karen. It, yes. And you're the the guest host. So you will have the privilege to uh, start us off with the movie reviews. Well, it's the month of October, and every Tip. October, it's Horror Movie Month for me. It's my I do my whole movie marathons of horror movies, and this year I decided to uh, pay homage to uh, one of my favorites, George Romero. So I started watching uh, the whole Dead series, you know, Light of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and my favorite, one of my favorites, the first one actually is my favorite, but my second favorite is Land of the Dead. And it came out in uh, 2005. Which is way later in the series. Why this came in your second, huh? This is your second favorite? I, I think I've actually seen that one. That's the one where they go through the portal and they have to um, fight the dinosaurs and stuff. No. <laughs> Night, dice track. The dead dinosaurs? <laughs> but they actually uh, preface it and make it into real time. So they make, when they start the movie, they're talking about everything that's happened since the first Night of the Living Dead, which happened mm. way long ago. So basically, the world's covered with zombies. No surprise there. But uh, there's these certain areas that have pockets of people. And this one area, which surprisingly looks like Pittsburgh, even though it was filmed in Toronto, um, has two areas. It's got Fiddler's Green, which is basically this upper class community where you have banks, a mall, restaurants with tuxedo clad waiters. And basically the rich folks live there. Then you've got the rest of the city where all the poor folks live. Hmm. So to get supplies, they leave the island. This island's surrounded by this electrical fence. So the poor people are leaving. No, the poor people are on the streets. Oh, they're okay. just living in the streets. I mean, they're fighting for food. Um, they have to basically sell themselves for medication. It's basically worst possible scenario if you aren't rich. Right. 
So there's this team of people that go out to get supplies for, for the entire city. And Simon Baker, who's in The Mentalist, from The Mentalist, he's, uh, his name's Riley, and he leads the group that goes out. And his uh, co-person is John Leguizamo, who's known as Cholo. That seems like a fantastic duo right there. <laughs> well, they're John trying, doesn't strike me as a rich tr- type. They're trying to retire. So Riley basically wants to get out of the city because he's tired of seeing all the poor people. And he just wants to go someplace where there's no zombies. Aren't we all? (laughs) Cholo wants to retire and live in Fiddler's Green because he thinks he's done enough for the bad guy who's known as Dennis Hopper. And so he feels like he's done an actor called Dennis Hopper. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great name for a villain. So uh, he tries to do all this stuff for Dennis Hopper. So he thinks he's done enough favors that he can actually live comfortably and retire in Fiddler's Green in the rich area. So the one cool thing about this movie, and I've mentioned it in uh, on the, the forums for Gunga Pit, is they drive this vehicle called Dead Reckoning. And Dead Reckoning is one of the sweetest vehicles ever made. It's a combination of a bus, a train, and a tank. And basically it has all the weaponry. It's plated it's got missiles on it it's got all these gun shooter spots i mean it's one of the coolest vehicles i've ever seen so they use this to go out and get supplies so they go into this town where there's all these zombies and what's interesting about the zombies because these zombies have been around for 40 50 years now is they're walking around kind of doing stuff they normally would do in the real life like there's, it's really they're having sex. The zombies are having sex. <laughs> well, they must be. Otherwise, how are they propagating the zombie? The, this, yeah. But like, there's like a couple people that are practicing musical instruments, so they're trying to play instruments because that's what they know how to do. And one of these zombies is a gas attendant. So every time that anybody walks over the little ding noise for like full service. I know we don't do full service gas stations yeah, anymore, Michigan but people. So, Jim would remember that. <laughs> Jim, 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 I'm with one you. One down the road from my house. <laughs> so every time like a zombie walks over the little line that dings, he comes out trying to service a car, thinking his car there. So they're trying to, they're doing what they know. So what's interesting is they go in, the Dead Reckoning comes in with the team, and what they do is they shoot fireworks up in the air to distract the zombies. Because they like going ooh and ah to the fireworks. They like because of the pretty lights. Oh, okay. So while they're seeing all the pretty lights being shot up in the air, they go run around and steal all these supplies, and then they go back to the to uh, the city. But the gas t- station attendant, we're going to call him Big Daddy, because he has Big Daddy on his uh, gasoline thing, on his shirt. He notices that, wait a minute, people are here stealing our, stealing stuff. We could be attacking them, but everyone's staring at these you know, fireworks. So he's trying to get all the zombies to stop look at the fi- stop looking at the fireworks, which is kind of a funny scene. And then he realizes that the humans are also using guns. And he's like, well, what the heck are guns? And Cholo happens to leave a gun behind. So he picks up the gun and he tries figuring out how to use it. So the zombies are basically learning. That's the premise of this one. So what happens next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Cholo comes back and he basically says to uh, Dennis Hopper, he says, um, OK, I've done all this for you. I'm ready to retire. And Dennis Hopper says, I don't think so. You ain't living here. You're scum. So Walking Dennis Hopper. So Cholo steals Dead Reckoning and, De- and he steals it, leaves the city with a, with a bunch of his boys and basically points the Dead Reckoning at the city and says, I'm going to blow up the friggin city because he's got all the missiles. 
if you guys, you know, don't give me $5 million. <laughs> if you guys don't give me $10 million. <laughs> Sounding so, awful convoluted. It is kind of convoluted, but the best part was the zombies, actually. Yeah, yeah, I like zombies. <laughs> so Dennis Hopper doesn't like the fact that, you know, he's being blackmailed. So he sends Simon Baker out to go get Dead Reckoning because it was technically Simon Baker's vehicle. And he was going to use that to go find a place where there's no zombies. So he agrees to do it. And meanwhile, the zombies are starting to gather because they're kind of building a little zombie army. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They Are know... they training? Is there like a montage of zombie training? Because if there is, I'm watching this movie. Not music. training, not training. But there is a scene where they shoot the gun and they're like, oh, like the little kind of dawns on them that, oh, well, this is kind of a cool thing, a gun. And they like get like weapons and bats and they start marching on the city. Well, the city's surrounded by water. So one of my favorite horror movie scenes is when Big Daddy drops into the water and he realizes he's not dead. So, he, you know, he's not he's not dying or anything like that because they were afraid of the water because they're, they're thinking they're still somewhat human. So all the zombies go into the water. So they're all walking toward the city underwater. And then you see this montage of him coming out of the water and then about 100,000 zombies coming out of the water. And it's a pretty cool sequence. And it's immediately as they as they get out of the water, they're pretty much like charging on the town at that point. Well, they're marching because right, they don't right. run. These aren't the it's like fast, a zombie these aren't day. The, yeah. <laughs> so they break into the city and start killing people left and right. Meanwhile, Simon Baker's still trying to get Dead Reckoning, and he ends up getting it. And in the process, John Leguizamo gets bitten by by a zombie. So he knows he's screwed. He's know he's gonna, you know, become a zombie. So he has a mind for revenge. So he goes back to the city to get Dennis Hopper. So I can, you guys can assume what happens there. Yeah, I can only guess. I can only guess. That's amazing. only, you know, it's typical movie magic there. But one of the things I liked about the movie is that I'm not gonna give away the ending. But one of the things I liked about the ending was how they showed how zombies evolved and that they had some brain functionality left. They weren't just, you know, walking around aimlessly. They actually started learning about things, which kind of led on to the further of the series with Dire of the Dead and Survival of the Dead. But there's just how something many about... How in that series? One, two, six, five, six. Five. six. I, I was going to guess six. Six, because they just released us six last year. And... One of the things I love, Romero stays true to his vision. I mean, he got screwed on the copyright for uh, Night of the Living Dead. That's why there were so many remakes that were horrible with the same name. But once he, you know, got that straightened out and he got to actually make the series that he wanted to do, it's a very intricate and very developed series over the six. Which is now over, I'm going to math here, I'm going to math, 41 years Yes. That so. is crazy. And That's like my masterpiece. Building. That's my masterpiece right there. <laughs> the fact yeah. that you did math? Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. I like I'm not the math I'm not the numbers guy. We all know this. I am not the numbers guy. Jeff's the numbers guy, but I can do it sometimes and I'm happy I did. And yeah, I was actually gonna ask this so this somehow stays true to the 1968 original of his idea of the human, I guess the human idea, the human plot of, all right, you're on the loose zombies go how a human would react to that. And I, I guess there's some zombie, uh, 
um, metamorphosis going on as well. Well, some people love, you know, a lot of people, uh, we don't have P, uh, Jim P here because he's, I think uh, Dawn of the Dead is his favorite, if I yeah. remember talking yeah, to Yeah, I think him. you're right. Um, so everyone's got their favorites of the series and, you know, you have your good death scenes, but I'm a purist. The first one will always be my favorite because my dad took me to the cemetery where that was for opening sequence was filmed, which always will freak me out to this day. Where was it? Uh, Pittsburgh, outside of Pittsburgh. Okay. That's scary. And, That's very scary. And uh, Land of the Dead was just a good reboot when Romero finally decided to start making them again. He took a break after Day of the Dead for many years, and then he decided, I want to finish my vision. So he started making them. He didn't care if people saw them or not. He just said, I have a vision. I want to do it. So Cool. Cool. And so out of the, you know, we just discussed there's six of them. Which one's your favorite? You've seen all of them or no? I haven't seen Survival of the Dead. So I feel out of asleep. out of those five, out of the six, I have I haven't seen the last one. Right, but asleep. out of the five you've seen, what's your favorite? The first one, the one that Josh, my husband, hates. That hates, yeah, yeah, hates so much. Well, what's the good news is I've seen I saw a scary movie too. I saw a very scary movie. It was fan, it was fantastic though. At the same time, I um I went to the theaters this week and I was close to seeing Paranormal Activity Activity Three, like I mentioned, but. I just felt like I was going to be a sellout seeing the third one and not the first one because I haven't seen any of them. And I'd be yelled at, especially because I knew Karen was going to be here today. So <laughs> I opted to see the movie The Three Musketeers. Now, let's see. I've seen <clears> – <throat> how many Musketeer movies have I seen? Two, three. Not very many. it's awful. Yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> – That is the worst one, okay? <laughs> I will tell you. I will tell you. I uh, I have not read the book and I am not – a very uh, I'm not gonna have a better review than Karen. Not, definitely not as in depth. Now this movie, as you know, it was directed by uh, a beautiful storyteller, uh, Paul W. S. Anderson, um, a master storyteller really of such films as Resident Evil and Death Race, um, one, two, three, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Resident Evil <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Hey, calm down. Um, what's Funny about this movie is it pulls off the B or even C movie strategy of how there are big names in it, but only for little time moments of time in the movie. Um, everybody, I won't say that the the people that are starring in it aren't, you know, they're, they're B list actors, maybe A list. Um, you, you'll recognize people from the trailer, obviously Mila Jovovich. We got Christoph Waltz. I always want to call him Waltz. Um, Orlando Bloom. There are uh, Mads. I don't. I always pronounce this guy's name wrong too. Mads Mikkelsen, Michelson, Michelson, mm-hmm. um, known from a couple Bond movies ago, and yeah, actually starred in his own uh, own movie not not long ago. But I saw this movie because a I wanted to catch a movie and review it for you guys. But the actors had some promise for me. Like I'm a Christoph Waltz fan. I know Karen, you're a big Three Musketeers fan. I want to mm-hmm. talk about it, and I know Josh. Uh, Mr. Josh and you are Christoph Waltz fans, and mm-hmm. I really want to see how he did. And he was, you know, he was a a subplot of the movie. He was he was a part of it, but when they show him in the trailer, he is in it, and he does, you know, move the pieces a little bit. He plays the cardinal that's trying to take take control of France, and it's just it's a movie where you see it, and you know that they're trying to pull off a blockbuster. But it seems like they pulled the strings on a little bit of the special effects and a little bit on 
I don't know. I think just Paul W.S. Anderson telling people, no, 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 no. You got to yell it. You got to scream your dialogue. That's how you get it past. And it's just, it just killed me watching this movie. Um, Orlando Bloom plays the Duke of Buckingham. He's a bad guy. Um, Christoph Waltz, we, we covered them. He's a bad guy. Um, Till Schweiger, Schweiger, which Jeff, you might recognize him, recognize the name. No? Yes? Till no? Schweiger? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hugo, Hugo Stiglitz? Thank you. Heard Thank of him? you. He plays a bad guy, and he's in the very beginning. He should have been the main bad guy. If he was the main bad guy, this would have been a true B movie. Like, he should have been the main bad guy the whole time, but he's just let, like... Let me ask you something. Yeah. Could any movie not be improved by Till Schweiger being the main bad guy? Hmm. Correct answer. No. Okay, moving on. I don't know. Independence Day, because it's perfect as it is. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Because, because if Till Schweiger had been behind the entire alien invasion, can Anyways, you imagine how sweet that would have been? Till Schweiger at the end when they're in the spaceship? <laughs> in the mothership? Can you imagine Will Smith punching Till Schweiger Sh- and saying, welcome to Earth? Anyways, um, it's it does follow... the it, the only thing it follows the name of the the three musketeers is you actually have three musketeers and the th- the same uh, character names of Athos, Aramis, Porthos, and you get D'Artagnan, the new guy. Um, other than that, what I did notice is them just playing off what seems to be hot. If you, if you can imagine the Thanks. score of the Dark Knight or Batman Begins, like during the training and fighting scenes, you can hear that music as it's playing. Not done by the same person, by the way, just completely copycat. You can hear that in the background. You see Orlando Bloom playing an overtop bad guy who ends up surviving during the movie, spoiler alert, and sets up for the sequel because he's the Duke of Buckingham and he's England invading for God knows what reason. And it's just a convoluted mess of... Here, let me give you an example. D'Artagnan. He's uh, the new guy, new to the Musketeers. Comes for honor, you know, France, here to fight for one for all. Um, the three musketeers are sort of, you know, they're on the downer The king, you know, the king likes them, but France is, you know, not a big deal anymore. And really Athos was just burnt up, burnt by a girl, Mila Jovovich. So they're all sort of down on their luck and hate everything. Now they meet up like, I, again, I haven't read the books, but I've seen a couple of musketeer movies and they meet up sort of by conflict because D'Artagnan's sort of a, uh, a pussy guy and kind of prissy and he gets in a fight with these guys and offers them to duel and whatever they start setting up for a fight there's a point where the cardinals guards come to fight the musketeers and d'artagnan there's like 40 of them and they're in this just general area and they start fighting and it turns into a scene from gladiator because anybody that's just around the area starts cheering for the musketeers they're killing people left and right and they're just cheering for no reason now Huzzah, yeah and <laughs> What's amazing is at this point, um, the kid that plays D'Artagnan, Dex, Dexter Fletcher, or sorry, that's, that's D'Artagnan's father. He's awesome, by the way, also from Band of Brothers. Uh, Logan Lerman is D'Artagnan um, from uh, Percy and the Olympus Lightning Thief, whatever. I don't even know the name of the movie. I don't care. Anyways, he's D'Artagnan, starts fighting and sees a girl on the side who's not cheering. And starts talking to her like, oh, hey, you're beautiful. What's cool? Hey, I'm cool. I'm beating all these people. Sweet. I just killed that guy. Check it out. And later on, there's a point where he does. This girl ends up being like a aide to the queen. And later uh, on. Sophie. Yeah. Later on, there is a point where he, that build up, that magical point where the hero kisses the girl. They do that. 
And then two minutes later, they do the exact same scene. Like the magic builds up and they kiss each other again. Two minutes later, no fucking joke. And I'm just like, <laughs> is this going to happen soon again? Like, can we get another magical kiss? Because I don't think the first one did enough for me. And I, oh my God, this movie is just, stay away from it. Stay away from it. I, I, I hey, saw it. I knew trailers. it was going to just. Yeah, watching the trailers, it just seemed really gaudy. Yeah, a lot of people say it's Musketeers meet Matrix, which... <laughs> Especially when you see Mila bending backwards in a yeah. Matrix Right, pose, which, by the way, yeah, people. Paul W.S. Anderson has some kind of affliction where he has to have a scene in a movie where Mila Jovovich is, like, somehow moving her way through, like, figuring out a puzzle through a hallway to get to some special thing. There's two scenes like that in this movie. Of just Jovovich trying to get through a hallway, and it's just I don't I don't resonate. Hallways are tricky. Yeah, it's intense. Anyways, I knew it was gonna be bad. I saw it. Anderson should direct the new Old Boy movie. Yeah, maybe. I I knew it was gonna be bad. I wasn't drunk enough when I saw this movie, and I hope when you and Christoph Waltz, I forgive you. I forgive you, man. You did you did an all right job for the scenes they were in, and I. I don't know. I don't. Well, I'm, it, I'm disappointed. I don't here. forgive him for green fucking hornets still. So. Yeah. <laughs> I I do love Christoph Waltz, and so I'm very disappointed that such a major character in the book only got a bit part. Yeah, in like he's he's in it, but you don't see him. Like he, there's a part where he's sparring people, like in the background, he's just fighting, and the queen comes talk to him. So you're mm-hmm. like, all right, he's gonna be, he's gonna have some play in here. Turns out the the main people that you actually see fight is Mads Mikkelsen. I, again, I'm completely butchering that. He's um, his captain of the guard, so he mm-hmm. gets in a big fight, and that's it. Um, you don't see Waltz, you know, flex at all. He just talks a little bit, talks a little bit, talks a little bit later, talks with Mila Jovovich, who's like his double agent kind of guy, and that's it. Well, the um, cardinal, the cardinal's not supposed to be a fighter. That's why he had Mags. I know, it, I know, but, I know. But I'm just saying Karen, that there's Karen no brings up the book. True or false? Well, Paul no. W. Okay, Anderson I'll bring up the movie then. Of the only version of the Three Musketeers anybody should ever see is the one from the '70s with Michael York, Christopher Lee, <laughs> and Chuck Heston. <laughs> well, seriously, here's, here's sorry, we're not all fucking ancient. Some of us like special. Well, you know, you like the artsy movies. This is pretty artsy, so it fits uh, up your uh, area, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to mention, though, to my defense, is Christoph Waltz doesn't have any conflict in the movie. Period. I don't. I don't mean he doesn't stab everybody, everybody he sees, and you know, kills him. He doesn't have any conversation at all, really, with the protagonists. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just him talking to the king, him talking to the queen, and then like one discussion with the protagonist. There's no like, okay, the evil guy and the good guys meet up. And some kind of conflict happens and something happens, but it doesn't happen. That's it. And it does set up for a sequel. Good news. This doesn't make much money. If you want to get a sequel, you better go this weekend because it made shit on the weekend. <laughs> and anyways, we got to We got to keep moving. A lot, a lot of, a lot of waste of time on uh, three musketeers. And we have a very important quiz. I believe. Is that true? Karen, I hear there is a that special is Halloween quiz for us. This is a special Halloween quiz just for you guys. Um, in the spirit of Halloween. Good. That means it's dumbed down. I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. It is. I had, I, and I dumped it down even more for you guys because I know horror movies aren't your genre. So oh, we I did this it. for you guys. Okay. So basically, when I was thinking about horror movies, I thought everything. And I thought, oh, we could do, I could do like a famous horror, you know, slasher or death scene. And you guys have you guess. But then I came across taglines. 
So what we're going to do... We haven't done a tagline quiz in a long time. <laughs> so this is going to be horror movie taglines. Jeez. So I'm going to give you the tagline, and you guys can just, whoever gets it first gets it. If you can't get it, then I will do a smart Alec little clue to help it along. You're going to rub it in our face is what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Now, some of these are very famous taglines and some not so famous, but they are gettable. So you should be able to get all of them. And I believe most of you have seen most of these movies. This Bloody, movie's going to suck. Funny girl I'll gets try. killed. <laughs> so you guys ready? Taglines for horror movies. We taglines for horror movies. Okay. Number one. In space, no one can Alien. hear you. Alien. I said it first. Greg yeah, said did. it first. Thank you. By the way, that actually existed in the tagline quiz that we did before. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew it because I made that quiz. <laughs> One point for Greg. Number two, a scream that wakes you up might be your own. Scream? Nope. Nightmare on Elm Street. Jeff gets Damn the it. point. Wake you up. I should have thought about that. Should've yeah, you should have thought that. That's <laughs> devastating. Jerk. James, by the way, before you continue, James, how many quizzes have you actually partaken in? Because you're usually the quiz master. This is like your second, third quiz you've been a part of? Yeah, this might be my third. So, Jim, thank you for letting me do the quiz. I appreciate oh, it. No problem. He is pissed off right now. I just... It's not even my quiz week, so it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> Number three. Don't step on his week, though. <laughs> this time, it's personal. Shit. Jaws, Jaws 3. No. It's two. Jaws 2. Jaws 2. No. What? Jaws 4? Yes. It's Jaws 4? Are you kidding? Shit. Yes, the one with Michael Caine. Shit. <laughs> Jaws 2? Jaws 3? No. <laughs> Jaws 4? Yes. <laughs> Should have known that. I can't oh. believe we all knew it was Jaws. <laughs> Number 4. They didn't obey the rules. Gremlins. There you go, Greg. Thank you, Karen, for putting that in there. Thank you. <laughs> if you didn't get that... I would have been very disappointed. Speaking of Gremlins, playing at a Royal Oak Main Theater. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So we got Greg 2, Quick, Jeff start the two, next one. And Jim Nunn. Number five, the night he came home. Hmm. Uh, Friday the 13th, two, three, no. four, five, six, no, seven, nine. eight, nine. nine. He came home. Jack Frost. No. <laughs> uh, Halloween. Good one, Jim. Uh, it like feels <laughs> And Jim is on the board. Mm. Number six. Drink they're it. back. They're Shit. back? They're Gremlins back. Too. No. No, that's the new batch, idiot. <laughs> Critters two. No. Critters three. They're no. back. Was there a second poltergeist? poltergeist yes, there two. was. Very good. Jim shit. with the comeback. All tied up. <laughs> Live listeners calling us idiots. You're going down. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. Oh, shoot. I know this one. <sighs> the Shining. No. Looking for live listener answers. Anyone? Be God damn it. Be afraid. Do mm. we need to go to the second? Idiots. Clip? <laughs> the answer is idiot. It's a cutting goal. Live listeners. Okay, um, the, Jim. Do I? Can I go to the second clue? Because yeah, you seem it. stumped. Go for so, it. So my clue for this one is: never fall in love with a guy who puts his body parts in a medicine cabinet. 
Whoa. Eh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. no. Silence of the Lambs. Very afraid. <laughs> Beetlejuice. There were sequels. Oh, uh, God. This is how bad uh, we are, people. We need we need help, really. Friday the 13th is all I got. You guys give up? Yeah. Uh, so. Dr. Giggles. Schoolies. The Fly. Still all tied up at two. How many of these do you have, by the way? Do you know? I have 13 for Halloween. This is interesting. All right. Nice. Man is the warmest place to hide. Did you say man? Man. The thing. Man. Species. Good. Species Jeff gets thing. it with the thing. Shit. See, he got species after that. <laughs> <laughs> Which totally should run to the first guess, at least. <laughs> Jeff jumps into the lead. Very true, live listener. The reboot is coming out of the thing. Uh, yeah. And it's actually the prequel because they uh, didn't want to do a remake of John Carpenter's, yeah, which is the best version. Of course. They didn't want to touch it. So the one that came out is actually the prequel to it. It's going to be awful. <laughs> so next one. Live or die, make your choice. Saw? The faculty. Ah, who said saw? I did. That was Greg. Me. Greg. <laughs> Me. Damn it. Why didn't I think the faculty's a good guess, though? That's fringe right there, man. I'm surprised you don't know that. <laughs> okay. Sleep all day, party all night, never grow old. It's fun. Idle to be hands. Ah, oh. uh, Peter. Faulty the Vampire Slayer. Man. Well, Jim, what did you say? I just asked what the last line was because I couldn't okay. hear it. It's fun to be a vampire. Oh, oh, it's oh, oh. Is that Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, it's not. Is it and is it Interview with a Vampire? No, nope. it's not. It's oh my god. Oh wait, it's uh, what the hell is the name of that movie? Shit, shit is right. <laughs> is Leslie gonna... Nielsen in it? No, I'm gonna no. go to the clue, guys. It doesn't I just matter. I think the title. Yeah, I know Black the movie. The clue is. Love bites. No. no. No, not at all. Okay, guys. So, oh, he's make like, sure the Chinese food you order is really Chinese food. Shit. What? Oh, they're giving us hints, and I still can't get it. It's um. Oh, the Lost Boys. Very Lost good. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a Peter Pan, and it's kind of close. Idiot. Okay. Corey and Corey movie, and I can't name it. Yeah, I'm disappointed serious. in you, Greg. Oh. I really am. I thought you guys would get that. Right. I had it. I did. I knew the movie. I knew it. I knew Next it. Next one. Sometimes dead is better. Pet cemetery. Thank you. Oh. Thank you again. That, that was a that was a setup. Was, was it right? Yes, it was. Uh, so what scoreboard? Uh, let's see here. We have Jim with two, Greg with four, and Jeff with four. Oh, Don't worry, I got a tiebreaker if y'all end in a tie. So, all right. Yeah. So the next one, <laughs> trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas. Um, 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 um well, Army Darkness. Army Darkness. Shit. Jim got it first. Oh. Nice job. Nice job. Okay. I'm kind of interested. Do I get half a point? See how this Ed turns out on the first one too. Do I get half a point for species? <laughs> no. <laughs> It, hiding inside man. Species. <laughs> and last but not least, in space, no one can eat ice cream. Spaceballs. No. 
Shit. Well, that's not a horror movie. What? Well, this doesn't sound like a horror movie. <laughs> yes, it is. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Very good, ah, Greg. Wow, <laughs> damn it. Sorry, this, is totally, Greg, this, this quiz is very much tilted towards you, I'm just saying. Well, I could have gone h- hardcore old school, and you guys probably wouldn't gotten any. So no, I you're right. You're right. You're right. No, you didn't. You don't even it, watch horror movies. Mrs. Karen, did I win? I believe you did. Hold oh, on. That's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Congratulations, everybody. Nice yes. job, Greg. Greg won by one. Exhibition. That was exhibition. A- just saying. <laughs> exhibition. So, Greg, if you get this one, I will buy you. This is a bonus question. If you get this. I will get you a six pack of beer for Saturday. Jesus. Any six pack I want? Well, within reason. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not going to go drive okay. out to the to get take... some special brew or anything. So if I want a six pack of tall Budweiser's, you get me a six pack. I would get you a six pack of tall Budweiser's <laughs> because I'm that type of person. <laughs> but Greg's not. Okay. So Greg only, guys. So no piping in. Ready, Greg? Greg only. All right. All right. Yep. My, hands, my hands are on. This is fast money. Here, I'm ready to go. 10 seconds, the pain begins. 15 seconds, you can't breathe. 20 seconds, you explode. Um, what was oh, that? Can I guess? Can I guess? I can't hear Greg. I was called. I called it Event Horizon, but no. Nope. I like can that. Jim, for the steal, I'll buy you six. Yes. Oh my God, Scanners is such a great movie. I've seen it. Shit. Jim, I'll buy you some Coke. Awesome. What, you want? Any kind of Coke he wants. Any kind of, <laughs> kind of Coke he wants. New Coke? New Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. A great quiz, Karen. Thank you. That was awesome. And I, uh, of course, I, I won it, so that, that helps a little bit. And thank you. Yeah, like, I want to hear the replay on that first answer. Uh, no, I saw Greg did have, the, have it first. Yeah, totally. totally. It was Greg uh, first. Sounded yeah. like me. And by the way, when we edit it, it's going to might up yeah. Greg. Yeah. Mike, I'm just disappointed I didn't get to tell some of my awesome other, you know, my second clues on some of these. They were good. Oh, the clues of rubbing them in our face. And yes. What's your pick one out of the lot and give it to us? Who knew that monsters love Snow White? That's good. I like that. Gremlins all the way. And yeah. I, again, Gremlins showing nearby. If you're in the Michigan area, play in Royal Oak. 28th this weekend. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, so, yeah, fantastic quiz. And we need to move on to our Parker Posey play along, the other feature of the fantastic Halloween episode we've got for you guys tonight. Um, my question was last week, a very good question, fantastic question. The question was also sort of Halloween related. What is your earliest memory of being scared of a movie? And what I liked about the what I liked about the question, Greg, thank you for asking, was it's there's only like it's literally one answer. It's not an opinion. It's just what ha- what was the first time you remember just being scared of a movie? And the answers I want to bring up, uh, Karen, if you want to bring up your uh, your answer, because I'm not going to pick it because it wasn't the best one. I thought. I'm sorry. No, Jim's was the, best the mound. <laughs> Jim's was the mound in that that movie. Um, I I want to bring up a long listener Tiffany's post from Facebook, and because she brought up Poltergeist and the clown from poltergeist and what's funny is she said she saw it when she was seven and she freaked out about about it but i saw it when i was like 12 or 14 and i freaked out about that movie those like it the clown it didn't really scare me because it's just a clown a person dressed up as a clown but a toy clown coming bite your tongue greg tim curry was awesome in it yeah but he still didn't scare me as much as the toy clown 
that just freaked the shit out of me. When yeah, that thing was scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that in the tree. That yeah, the tree. it was nuts. And I that's a good answer. The second answer I want to bring up is Aaron's answer of the Charlie and Chocolate Factory freaking out. And it's just the part where they're going through the tunnel and there's, it almost looks like they have there's Wicked no Witch in the West. Flying on the yeah. The rowers keep on rowing. rowing. And it's, yeah, it's nuts. And yeah, I had to give that to Aaron. Cause the cool thing about that one is that's not a horror movie. Right. The fact that there's a scary scene in the middle of it. And I haven't read the book. I don't know if that's supposed to, I don't know if that was complete interpretation for the movie or what, but it's, uh, it was fantastic. I liked it. And it's fucking Gene Wilder. Yeah, Gene Wilder. God bless your soul. Um, yeah, of the I, show. Sh- I showed my age with my answer. I yeah. did with Alien. It's it's a good answer, but I'm, and I, what's weird is I tried to remember the first time I saw Alien, and I can't I can't think of it. Because you weren't born yet, probably. Well, I'm, I'm saying the first time I saw Alien. <laughs> weird. Back off. Back off. <laughs> Anyways, uh, right. So this brings us to the new Parker Puzzle Play Along which will be at uh, the boards at gunkabit.com and also the movie art page on Facebook, which is Jeff's special question for Halloween. What do you got, Jeff? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to look forward because I'm a forward-looking kind of guy. Christmas and... question. Christmas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving. New, new Thanksgiving. Like, Halloween is the new Thanksgiving. It's Christmas time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was actually going to go Easter, um, but uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll dial it back to Christmas. Um, what movie cast or what like group of characters would you like to see? And this is sort of inspired by the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas. Uh, would you like to see star in a Christmas movie? What group of characters? Like – so, like, what the characters from what movie, or like, what movies cast? So, take like a cast see? of characters and transport them into a into Christmas a, yeah, what what and make them into a Christmas movie. And I am going to go, and I'm not going to say that this would be fantastic or anything, but I would definitely shell out the twelve fifty to go see a Ghostbusters Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine them fighting the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of wow. Christmas future? Wow. Dude, that's when you put it that way, that's they'd get their asses kicked. Put that spin on it. They'd get their asses kicked. Have you that ghost of Christmas uh, future is the scariest ghost I've ever seen. That's also a scary ghost. Very scary. Mm-hmm. So any cast we want, throw them in a Christmas movie. Yep. Make it. Yeah. It's basically imagine that Hollywood is all of a sudden broke for ideas. And um, just new needs- new development. Hollywood needs ideas. Yeah. <laughs> this Justin. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. Can I say um, National Lampoon's Vacation? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I was gonna say Gremlins, which is the same problem. Same problem. Because uh, that's a Halloween answer. That's a Halloween answer. I'm trying to think of a Halloween answer. Hmm. hmm. It's got, definitely got to be an ensemble cast. It can't just be like two people because that doesn't make it worth it. The, fir- the first thing that came to my head, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw my answer out there first. First thing that popped in my head was Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling that if they were in a- ABC, always be Christmas. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've got a feeling if they were in a movie concerning Christmas, it would be depressing as all hell. And... <laughs> It would be a just cutthroat battle to see who could get the sales on Christmas and who could go home to their wife. And I, I got a feeling it would be intense. Uh, all good characters. It's got my boy Ed Harris in it. 
a lot of other a lot of other fantastic people as well. And uh, yeah, it's about sales. So it's about you know a little bit of real estate, but it's it's about sales. And uh, Christmas is a big big deal. It's a big deal, people. God, there are some great answers. We'll get to the live listeners' answers in a minute. But does anyone anyone else first thoughts? Um, okay. What's the ruling on dead people? Dead people. Like- if they're they, dead from a movie? Okay. Yeah, like if I wanted to use someone that's characters. dead. It's the characters. They're not dead. Yeah, it's a yeah, living yeah. thing. Okay, it's, it's Christmas. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, Christmas. it's time for miracles. Well, no, nobody else can play one of these characters, though. But, okay. Yeah, it's I'm a, not saying... Well, like, the dead actor? It doesn't matter. I'm just looking for yeah. the cast of characters. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, Karen. Okay, well, I'll go. I'll go. This is going to sound weird, but I can honestly see somebody in Hollywood probably coming up with this, and it was probably uh, Soderbergh who could come up with this. But I'm going to say the cast of Ocean's Eleven. For a Christmas movie? For a Christmas movie. And what? It'll be like a heist film type thing? It's going to be the heist, and they're going to steal like steal something for, during Christmas time. And from the North Pole? From the North yeah. Pole, from the little children. <laughs> like Pacino. Or not Pacino, but uh, Garcia's got to play Sam on this. Garcia's gonna, Garcia's gonna be the one that goes in and tries to to tell Santa what's going on, basically. So Ocean's Eleven, not Ocean's like twelve or thirteen. No, 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 no. It's gotta be the first one. All right. Gotta be the first one. <laughs> I, I am trying to think of what they'd steal. Santa's sleigh, okay, maybe you know, possibility. Rudolph, possibility. I don't you know, know. The, the real hearts reindeer. of America. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, in between uh, Karen and James's answer, live listener Josh puts. The, the cast, the cast from Predator, the Jungle Crew, would <laughs> awesome. be, be in a Christmas movie. I, I like that. Answer. And uh, <laughs> live listener Matt's throwing out all kinds of ideas. He's gonna have to pick one. You're gonna have to pick one, Matt, because I'm right. gonna say those. My answer is going to be. I think it's, I'm going to go with Princess Bride, kind of fairy taleish and kind of a magical story about Christmas. I don't know exactly how that would work out. If you do a reincarnation of like. Uh, a, Christ, a Christmas Carol, maybe have Andre the Giant be one of the ghosts or something. And but yeah, I'm going with the Princess Bride. See, Jim, this is why we're friends because that was actually my That's second choice. That's that why he said it is because you're on the show. Like I don't, I don't know. I think well, you, you don't. Yeah, because Princess, Princess Bride's, Bride's one of my fan? favorite movies. I'm just not. I don't know if he's sincere. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't. I think. Uh, he's... Um, <laughs> let's go check my library of movies. I wonder what movie I might have in there. Oh wait, Princess Bride might be in there. Let's go <laughs> oh, yeah, but you got like every movie in there. <laughs> you also have... don't mess with the Zohan. Like, yeah, I think... that's not my fault. <laughs> you didn't say that. <laughs> That's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, mess, don't mess with Santa Claus. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, all right, so we've got always be closing. Gary Glenn Ross. We have Princess Bride, and I already forgot Karen's answer because it really wasn't good. And we and we have we have Predator, which I like that Predator. I I can already picture the Predator running around trying to camouflage with snow instead of the jungle and getting killed. Or in the Santa costume. <laughs> or, yeah. Um, anyways, a fantastic question. And Jeff, uh, it's gonna be the boards com movie hour page on Facebook. Could you uh, phrase it one last time for us? What cast of characters would you like to see placed into a Christmas movie? Cast from any movie you want, people. Not even Living Dead could have worked. Any movie except for one of the made-for-TV Ewok movies. Come on, those are. That's where I thought Greg was going to go. Think about that. 
<laughs> Greg seems to want to go there every week yeah. lately, and I think we might need to have an intervention. <laughs> it's fantastic. You got to watch it. It's fantastic. Greg, just no, stop. You're not helping your cause right now. It's a great. I I'm so happy. Halloween is such a great time. Right, we got to do the podcast today. Have a couple drinks. Hang out with friends. It's been a great time. Uh, James and Jeff, you guys are great. Thanks for the input. All for one and one for all, guys. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everybody. What I mean is all for one and all for love. Oh. <laughs> but I won't do that. It's a Misa Meatloaf at the end of this episode. Karen, always a remember the, am- the man with the iron mask? <laughs> that was sweet. <laughs> hey, I saw that in the theater, okay? Alcatraz was in that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Karen. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, live listeners. Enjoy your Halloween. And please, if you want to talk to you about us, uh, your Halloween costume, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about, yeah, I want to hear about all the cool ones. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you so much. And enjoy your Halloween, the Manipede Trick or Treat Movie Hour. We'll catch you next time. The podcast where you came up with the PPK with your uh, fifth tannin answer. Yeah. That was a really good question. I still feel <laughs> bummed that I couldn't think of an awesome answer. Thanks, Jim. You you often ask really good questions. Are you guys just stacking each other off? God, just, <laughs> just, should I put my waiters on and then put in my beer? Uh, all right. I don't understand the... Uh, Somebody put down some plastic. <laughs> Actually, one of my questions, be prepared for it, is how true they stayed to the original. <laughs> Based on what I've seen the previews, not very. Right, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Try to keep up your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody drinking? I hope mm-hmm. Yes. God bless it. <laughs> Alright, we ready to kick this bastard off? Hold on, I need a swig. <laughs> if you think we need to stop the show for drinking. Yeah. But... <laughs> Maybe no. so that's part of the problem. There have been multiple occasions where I put down my microphone and ran to the kitchen <laughs> to get to inform myself.